Hey, this is your host Brian Wayne here, and uh, I'm here to let you know, in case you did not know already, uh, that the Cheers to Comics podcast has since evolved. And uh, if you're looking for a new shiny place to get your comic books from, then you need to head on over to Shop cheers to comics.com it's like cheers to comics.com only with the shop in front of it uh shop cheers to comics.com and if you use code podcast at checkout you're going to save yourself 10 percent and i'm constantly adding new inventory hot spec books uh everything everything any any type of book under the sun is it uh as it, as it comes under my radar and it gets added into the inventory, I, I make it available to you. So remember, head on over to shopcheerstocomics.com and use code PODCAST at checkout and save yourself 10%. the Cheers to Comics Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 379. The 379th episode of the Cheers to Comics Podcast will be a poll list priorities in the final poll list priorities of the year. Um, Yeah, I'll be going over the books of the future. The book's coming out on the 5th of January, Mm -hmm. 2022. And, uh, as well as the final order cutoffs due by the weekend. So, yeah, there you go. It's good to be back. It's been a couple of weeks. feel like this is a foreign concept to me at this point. Um, on account of how weird the FOCs have been lately. Uh, I mean, the lack of Polis Priorities episodes has not been for, uh, I mean, been due to laziness by any means. It's just, I don't want to come on and do a 10 minute episode so i guess kind of yeah it was a little lazy but uh <laughs> i don't waste your time i don't waste my time you know i mean yeah it's, it hasn't been a lot on there but we're back we are back and before i get all up into it i gotta tell you all about nerds forever baby the newest affiliate of the cheers to comics podcast 307 nerds forever.com an awesome and amazing uh, and incredible place to get your comics. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, if you're looking for all that, that new new, but you missed it on the shelf shelf because you don't pre-pre. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, Nerds Forever has your back, man. 307nerds4, the number 4, ever.com. 307nerds4ever.com. And I got to say, um, I'm, 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 I speak firsthand as to how amazing this this company is, and this is coming from another comic book uh, retailer, you know. Uh, <laughs> but Tarl, he drove his happy ass all the way down to Denver, and um, he was just the the most incredible person, man. Well, he's just—I'm not gonna get into details because. It's none of your freaking business, but uh, just the nicest guy, 
the nicest guy. So go into his shop, man, if you're in Newcastle, Wyoming as well. And if you're not, and you plan on never going to Newcastle, Wyoming, I'm not saying you don't ever plan on it. I'm just saying you plan, you like, you, you said, you know what, I'm never going to go to Newcastle, Wyoming. Like, you made plans to never go there. It was weird how I said that. Uh, <laughs> um... Then 307nerdsforever.com, you're still going to get that same friendliness, just not face-to-face. Ah, and then use code CHEERS at checkout, too. Save yourself even more money. Let me shout that out. Yeah, check it out. Use code CHEERS. Save another 10%. So there you have it. Now, let's let's get all up into it, man. Let's get up into these FOCs. Starting with Lunar. Now, the Lunar distribution situation has to be... Uh, Order's got to be in by the second, this coming Sunday, so let's just get down into it. I'm not sure what we have for real key issues here, but lots of stuff, though, otherwise. Uh, we've got Action Comics number 1039. Uh, let's see, we got a Julian Titino Tedesco cover, badass. Uh, Ricardo Federici, 1 in 25. Mm-hmm. Who's that in the background? Uh, it kind of looks like Red Skull if he were green but not look at these indigenous people huh, huh. I, I, I don't know what's going on in Superman right now to where he's been all uh, I don't know he kind of looks like Conan and shit but without the hair uh, Aquaman Green Arrow Deep Target a little crossover situation between the two of them fellers uh, two covers on that one Cal New getting the, uh, the B cover from Scout Comics, we've got Broken Eye, number one. From Martin Extiberia, Extiberia and Xavier Extiberia. I bet they're brothers. And Inyaki Arenas? Well, I just destroyed saying all those names. So what do we got going on here? Liverpool, England. In the 1970s, Seamus Young is a young orphan who works unloading garbage in the docks. But his situation will get worse unexpectedly when he finds a cutaway hand floating in the river, and he will be immersed in a criminal conspiracy involving the IRA. And all because of a secret, Seamus has a broken eye, but with which he can see the past. Well, you're just going to throw that in there, that he's got magical powers? Mm-hmm. I dig it. Gotta love a scout. A scout number one, huh? Alright, more from DC. We've got DC versus Vampires, number four. Mm-hmm. We got an Otto Schmidt A cover and a Francesco Matina cardstock on that B. Who do we got? I gotta zoom in here. He draws so dark. Is that Wonder Woman? I think that's Wonder Woman. She looks more like Nosferatu. <laughs> 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 Not the most attractive version of Wonder Woman we've seen. But there's probably still some weirdo out there, but I'll have it. Deathstroke Incorporated, number five. Won two covers on that one. Ivan Tao getting a, a B cover there. Want they gamble? What's going on? Alright, see. This. See, this is. This is. This, Alright. <laughs> Nothing about this cover makes any sense. This is coming from somebody that has a 10-year professional career in the gaming industry, and I'm not talking about fucking Halo. 
I'm talking about gambling. And and I'm no, I wasn't a professional gambler. I was saying I ran these bitches. Uh casinos, I mean. So we we got a poker table here, okay? But our uh, our black canary friend here is holding up blackjack. Okay. Um Wait, hold on. Hold on. There's a queen, ten, ace, jack. Is that a king? Okay, now if that's a king over there, then this makes a little more sense. Never mind. I would have made the queen of diamonds. No, it would have probably made more sense to me. Then I'm like, oh, is that a fucking royal flush? Okay, I see what's going on here. We got we got a straight flush to the or no, a straight from the ace. Okay. Okay. I see now. See, I thought she was holding up blackjack. I'm like, you don't play black... Mm-hmm. That's not how this works. Not poker chips. Never mind. Rant over. It does make a little sense now. <sighs> that was wasted. Um, <laughs> there's a Lucio Perillo uh, Peacemaker cardstock variant. They're really driving home these Peacemaker covers. And there's a 1 in 25 Nathan, Nathan Surdy. Well, that's a neat cover. It's uh, kind of got like a... It's almost got like a, um, uh, an Art Adams type of vibe. Alright. Pretty. Uh, Detective Comics number 1050. Oh, another milestone issue. It's the first time we've seen the 50th issue in quadruple digits. Does that make sense? Uh... <laughs> How many covers do we have here? We've got one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Is this all connecting? Six, seven, eight. Eight covers here. All right, looks like there's two sets of connecting covers. So out of the four. But it's really this B cover that everybody needs to get. We already have our cover of the year 2022. Everybody could just stop trying now. Um, it's very reminiscent of my cover pick for 2019. You know, actually, it was 2020, I believe. Yeah, it was 2020. Libra Mayho. Um, Detective Comics. It was, it's that old school. Hey, I could do cartoons, but I can also draw Batman to make him look very real and photographic. Um, no, this is, this is an amazing cover. You know, the other one was more kind of dickish, if you will. <laughs> Grayson. But, nah, this is, this is fucking Batman, man. You know? This, uh, this is a great cover. Continuing on, we've got Harley Quinn, number 11. Two covers there. Derek Chu getting the B cover. I'm sorry, three covers. And Dima Ivanov. Getting the Peacemaker cover. Mm-hmm. And there's a 1 in 25 done by Aki Bright. What a fun name. Uh, that's interesting art. I don't recall Harley having all those tattoos. Once you guys see, uh, oh, now I want to play Let's Pick Out the Tattoo Game, but the picture isn't big enough. Uh, I, I see a DC logo. I see a Batman logo. But that's all I can really make out. Oh, there's some Joker lips. Hmm. Giant Hyena. There you go. Let me just explain the whole cover to you. We've got Hyper Thick. Number three. 
Mm-hmm. This is out of, uh, I think this is out of Scout. From Steve Alect. It's weird. I guess the third cover on that one. Or, I mean, the, the third and final. Yeah, a little three-parter. All done there. Uh, let's see. Trade, trade, my magazine. Robin, number 10. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to make out. Right on. Uh, now, I, I might have said, I might have I misled a little bit. When I said this B cover here from Francis Manipal, was the first cover appearance of the 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 Lazarus demon or whatever. I guess he kind of showed up on issue number nine. But, you know, I mean, what are you going to do? Oh, you know what? This was on the FOCs already. We get a second chance. Ha-ha! Ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. Uh, don't go big on this book because it is not, in fact, his first cover appearance. And, I mean, it's a great cover, though. I'll give you that. And it's the better cover, because the other one, he's all choked out, I couldn't really tell what was going on, to be honest, but I was like, ah, it's gotta be him, same colors, and who else would he be choking? Well, there's a 1 in 25 on this, from Nicola Sismiza, Mizaja, Sismiza, all right, all right. look at that, he's got new duds, check it out, man. Uh, more from Scout, or should I say Black Caravan, we've got Shepherd the Valentine from Andre Lorenzo Molinari. Oh, I haven't heard that name in a while. Look at you. Fucking Andre Molinari. Getting a, getting a Scout book there. And Roberto Xavier Molinari. Hmm. And Jaime Martinez Rodriguez. So, like their father, professional professional professor Lawrence Miller aka the shepherd remember that the shepherd I think we've read the shepherd before um Lexi and her little brother Nico are lightning rods for those in greatest need one such person shows up at their door a little girl named Violet V for short and they need to put that in there V has recently escaped the clutches of a vicious killer, traumatized but angry. The girl explains that when she was taken, she was carrying a gift for her mother. <sighs> okay, you're starting to fucking lose me here, people. So, there's a book called The Shepherd now. This looks to be like a spin-off of it. That's how I would have worded it, you know? It's got some daughters and whatnot and magic. Magic. More from Scout. Sorry. More from Scout. This one's from Scoot, actually. Uh, it's a young adult non-stop action here. Now, what's non-stop mean? It means you're going to get one issue, and then the next thing you're going to get, if you want more of it, you're just going to have to buy it all at once and trade. Uh, $1.99, though. Uh, from Chris Williams. Alexa is a single mother and her hero in hiding, once known as Elysium. She and her daughter, Harper, are just trying to get by in a world where extraordinaries have been outlawed and freelance heroes are forbidden. Um, I'll just leave it at that. You know, there's still more, but there you go. Oh, magic again. More from DC this week, and this is probably my DC order of the week. Uh, just a one-shot Superman and Robin. Day back. Well, uh... Mm-hmm. John and Damien, the Super Sons, 
put evil to bed past its bedtime. But a new day has dawned, and John Ken is now the Superman of Metropolis, all grown up and fighting for truth, justice, and the kinds of grown-up things the Superboy was only beginning to understand as a child. See, see, now it's not Superboy and Robin. Now it's Superman and Robin. See? see? Uh, who's doing this? Peter J. Tomasi? Nice. Victor Bogdanovich? Oh, what a friggin' team. What a team indeed. And Jorge Jimenez is getting a cardstock on the B cover. And... Rafa Sarmento getting a 1 in 25. That is a friggin' rad cover. Well, I feel like it's homaging something. It's almost... Hmm. It's kind of like a an homage to a classic X-Men cover. Gotta love it. Uh, Superman 78 number 6, wrapping up on a six-part miniseries. Two covers on that one. Rafa Sandoval getting the B cover. Uh, Superman versus Lobo number 3. Two covers there. Uh, Daniel Warren Johnson on that B. Yep. Loving that. Uh, Task Force Z number four, Riley Rossmo getting the B cover there, and Dan Mora getting the Peacemaker cover, and then there's a one in twenty-five by Dan Schoening. Who's on this cover? Looks like the whole uh, the whole Z crew. Gotta love. It. I don't know who that dude eating a burger is. Whew. But I gotta read some issues too. I think I'm a couple issues behind. I'm gonna stop this fucking yawning shit. I'm excited here. I'm drink some chocolate milk. Cheers. <laughs> to comics. See what I did there? Um, Teen Titans Academy number 11. Uh, two covers there. This Fico Osio cover is pretty rad. Like, normally his shit's a little loud for me. And I don't want to call it shit. I'm sorry. His artwork is a little loud for me. But this is... This is almost called for. Almost. But I can't tell who they're fighting. Like, I mean, it looks like Red X and old Dicky Poo, they're fighting somebody. Are they fighting each other? I don't know. And now that I kind of look at that leg, I'm a little like, what? Uh, <laughs> Wonder Girl number seven. <laughs> um, two covers there. And may I say, may I say, good lord, Julian Titino Tedesco. That is a fantastic cover. Jaguars and Panthers and Wonder Girls, oh my. Good lord. But, once again, I'm kind of looking at... <sighs> I feel like there's something off with the leg there. See, what I've been doing... I'm, uh, I've been a little more critical of art lately. And anatomy and shit. I've been watching a lot of Ink Masters... I'm starting to like, ah, fuck, I'm starting to point out stupid shit I wouldn't have noticed before. This is still an amazing cover, but that that thigh and the placement of that whatever she's sitting on just doesn't, that one doesn't make sense. Hmm. Oh, well. Um, all right, so those are all the... Uh, the final order cutoffs due by January 2nd. That's Sunday, people. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Mm -hmm. Now let's get on over to uh, to Lunar, huh? Or not Lunar. The other Lunar. Diamond. 
and see what the hell's happening. What is going on for pre-orders? Let's see, am I in the right place? Nope, these are new releases. Sunny beaches. Oh, and now it's all skippy and laggy. Here we go! Vault Comics, due to be ordered by Monday, the 3rd of January. We have end after end, number one. We're going to come out of the gate with number one. Uh, from David Andre and Tim Daniel and Sundando. Sundando C. All right. Uh, life is nothing if not a series of endings. School, jobs, friendships, love, until the end. Like the Ohio State. You like how I didn't say the Ohio State? <laughs> you triggered Ohio Staters? I'm sorry. I got a little bit of a mm, nasty taste in my mouth after somehow finding my way through that fucking shitty town. Uh, <laughs> Columbus. Good lord, what a shithole. And then you drive by the, the, Ohio State. That's just not that impressive. There you go. There's some sports talk for you on a comic book podcast. <laughs> Let's see who gets triggered. Walter Willems' end was fast and unexpected. His was an unremarkable life. So, how is it that his story continues as cannon fodder in an endless war waged against an insatiable darkness hell-bent on consuming all of existence? And is Walter right in believing he's arrived in the midst of this titanic battle as the one destined to finally end it? That's the tale of end after end. Hmm. What do you know? So there you go, there's a vault book for you. Is it a horror book? Is it a suspense book? I don't know. Uh, two covers there. Uh, Radio Apocalypse number two on pre-order this week. Well, that's good. Took long enough. I mean, Radio Apocalypse number one's only been out for, I don't know, like fucking three or four weeks now. I dug it. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be, but it definitely made sure that I, uh, I checked out the second issue. I mean, it's Rom V, so. And then... Uh, Oh, let me, this should be fun. Let me try this last name. Well, we're going to start with the first name, Afrond. Okay. Radahakrisan. Radahakrisan. Radahakrisan, I think. Hey, look at me. As refugee, and I don't need to read the description on a number two. Just know, there's a fucking apocalypse and shit, and there's music and rock and roll, bro. Rom V, killing it. I don't know what this B cover looks like. But, hmm. Did you guys pick up the uh, local comic shop day? The foil variant on that number one? I sure as shit did. I'm gonna slab it. From Valiant, we've got Harbinger number four. I loved issue number one, and then I read number two, and I was like, fuck, I need to read number one again. Um, so, with that being said, I feel, like, uh, personally, for me, it's a story arc type of... It's a, it's a trade read. Um, I, I still collect it in singles, because that's how I buy. I've, you know, very rarely actually buy the trades, even when I know I'm going to trade weight something. But, uh, yeah, you know. And who's to say... I mean, trade waiting, you don't get to read it. You don't get to read the trade as soon as the final issue comes out. You still got to wait for that shit to come out. You know? And sometimes it takes a long time. So buy your singles, people. Buy your singles. Uh, Valiant, Wingo, Team... Source Point. Source Point Press. 
Blood on Sunset, number two. Mm. We've got Good Boy, number three. Oh, it's just a three-parter? I just read number two last night. This is a, you know, the first, yeah. I was like, hey, it's kind of like John Wick, but reversed. Now I'm going to, I think it's safe to say that it is John Wick reversed. Yeah, this, this book is, uh, I mean, it, it's, it's awesome, man. It, it really is. There's a, it's mm, well-deserved, all of the, uh, the cheersy nominations it's getting. What's a cheersy? Tune in on January 9th on Facebook and YouTube and find out. Or join the, the, you know, just follow on Twitter and join the Facebook group now. And you can vote for the cheersies. It's the annuals. I mean the annuals. <laughs> the annual award show that I do. Um, for the third time now. And I'm excited. I'm going to bring in Ken Moneybags from the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour podcast. And it's going to be live this year for the first time. I'm excited. And we got some some great talent nominated this year. I left the nominations up to you this year. So if you want to nominate next year, start following now. Um, but yeah, this good boy is good. Uh, Rise of Dracula, number two. Two covers on that one. Uh, Shelter Division, what is this? It's a number one from Bob Sally, Sally and Francesco Tomaselli with Jose Haro. A mastermind is plotting to conquer our very existence. The government has recruited the most abnormal beings to fight this abnormal threat. And those who were the investigated have been given shelter and became the investigators. Chaplin, Biggs, and Roswell take on a mission that runs deeper than they could have imagined. Action-packed from beginning to end. Oh, man. Oh man! I get kind of like a Doom, Doom Patrol vibe from this. Oh, oh! <laughs> In shops January twenty sixth. Sorry, I'm a little distracted here. I got a little Phoebe baby with me. Uh, Tales from the Dead Astronaut number three. Oh yeah, this is some Jonathan Thompson goodness here. Gotta love it, man. Um, yeah, wrapping up third issue. Dig it. Uh, Touching Evil, number 20. And what is this? Twist. Oh, twisted. Twisted. Ha- what does that say? Haunted High-Ons. What? Jesus Christ. Twisted Haunted High-Ons Curse of Green Book. Haunted High-Ons? The fuck is this supposed to be? The Curse of the Green Book? This is like some stoner shit. Some, some ICP stoner shit. I don't know, it's Twisted ICP. See, that's how little I know. This, yeah, what is the third issue? For those of you reading number one and number two, there you go. Um, and, what is it, like a four-parter? And there's a B cover as well. Hmm. Trying to see what's going on there. Alright, whatever. Uh, carrying on. Lots of source point on the pre-orders this week. From Oni Press, we've got Jana and the Impossible Monster... Number one drawing board edition for 15 bucks. Oh, hey. And then we've got Rick and Morty Presents. Hair Ricked. X of Rick. Mm-hmm. See what they did there? You see that? It's like the thing that they always do with Rick's name. Hair Ricked That's fun to say. Amy Chu. 
I haven't heard that name in a while. I didn't bring her back. Look at you, Amy Chu. Fuck. Oh, Poison Ivy, Cycle of Life, life and Death. That, that was my introduction to her. She's a real badass. When Rick finds the source of a new, incredibly powerful substance, he lays claim to an entire planet in order to control the market. But Rick and Morty aren't the only ones on the recently renamed Ericus? Ericus? Ericus. Mm -hmm. And the original inhabitants aren't going to go away quietly. Mm -hmm. And there we go, some Rick and Mortiness. And those are your Oni Pressness. Why is everything Ness right now? I don't know. I don't know either, Phoebe. Um, <laughs> sorry, this is the part where I scroll. Fanographics. Did this come out at another time? or I'm confused. I, I, I already own this book. Unless this is... Like... This... What? Well, there you go. Um, second chance at it? That is second printing? Confused. And then we've also got Zap Comics, number 16. Remember Zap Comics? Huh? Remember? Uh, Behemoth. Oh, from Behemoth this week. We've got Knight Janek, number two. A little three-parter there. And this is probably my indie pick of the week. Until my knuckles bleed. It's a number one. There's four covers on it. It looks like they're all done by the same artist. Uh, Victor Santos, writer and artist. Let's see, Happy Tank. Yeah, just the, the, the name of the movie, or the name of the uh, book sounds amazing in itself. But from the creator of best-selling comic Polar, well, I guess now a hit movie, starring Mads Mikkelsen comes a new creator-owned series. What? A tale of crime and capes in the line of The Boys, Watchmen, and Sin City. Alright. The 90s were the most extreme age of the superheroes, but times change. Gambin Hart, a.k.a. Damager, now works as a bouncer in a strip club managed by the Russian mob. And hangs out sporadically with his Avenge Lady? <laughs> okay. And wrestles with long-term effects of his cyber implants. The fate always keeps one last cheap shot up its sleeve for a hero. Alright. Yeah, no, I'm uh I'm into this. And I have a feeling it's gonna go under ordered, you know, even with all of its covers and Yeah, I don't know. It could be the one. Could be the one. The Ohio State. And Oh, look at that. I got all excited. I was like, oh shit, you promised me darkness didn't get cancelled. Uh no, the trade. The trade, that means so it did finish, that's good. The trade of You Promised Me Darkness. I don't usually shout out trades, but there you go. Uh, AWA this week, we've got Telepaths, number five. From Aftershock, we've got Chicken Devil, number four. Already number four by now? What the fuck? Well, this one hasn't been consistently arriving on my pull list, that's for sure. That's a shame. Uh, Dark Red. Where roads lead. A little one-shot. Seven Bucker. Looks like magazine size. Tim Seeley and Corin Howell. The hit Vampires in the Heartland series returns. Okay. It's back. <gasps> she's super fucking naked there. Or, yeah, she's wearing flesh-tone undies. 
she ain't got no top on. Well, I mean, she does, but not underneath that nearly open robe, exposing her. Uh, okay, she does. But, well, does she? I don't know, man. She put on the fucking hoodie, so she's fucking naked. Sorry. Oh, shit. It's, it's, it's fun seeing nudity on stuff in America. Because you never know who's going to get up in arms about it, and all of a sudden the, the, the shit gets super hype and popular. I don't like drill home the nudity and stuff like that because of perversions. Like all the, 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 the Adam Hughes stuff um, for gun hunting and all that. No, I, 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 I bring it to light because you never know, like I said, who's going to get fucking offended. And that makes these books popular and expensive, you know? These, these, these people, these, uh, mm, there's lots of words I can use, but I'm not going to use them. But they easily offended. They, they, they realize all they do is just, <laughs> most of the time they hurt their cause. But, you know. Uh, ba 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 Aftershock. Ablaze. He who fights with monsters. Number five. Once again, don't see any monsters. That's just a naked dude. Like a really, really big naked dude with... Okay. Now, <laughs> once again, I've got some questions about this nudity. <laughs> Either poor guy or his shit is flopping heavy to our right, his left. Um... And, you know, thus the gunfire is covering his junk. But otherwise, um, it's true what they say about steroids, people. <laughs> oh, it's silly. It's silly. Uh, lots of covers on this one, as a blaze tends to do. How about Boom? Boom Studios, we've got Dark Blood number six wrapping up. Wrapping up. Firefly, number 36, two covers there. Getting dizzy. Number three of a little four-parter. Oh, we've got House of Slaughter. Number four, one, two covers, three covers if you include the blank sketch variant. I barely do, though. Uh, Once in Future, number 24. Boom's most untalked about hit. Uh, Power Rangers Universe, number two. Never sleep on these, people. I'm telling you, the Power Rangers stuff, it's going to have its day. And this Power Rangers universe stuff, it's all going to be key in some way or another. Just got a feeling. And the the 1 and 50s on these are dope. They're the, you know, if you like negative variants, you know, like the JTC Star Wars stuff and the X-Men stuff that he does. You know, just all of his stuff. He does everything. Um, yeah, no, the, the, these Power Ranger negative variants are pretty badass i mean they're one in 50s though so now once again gonna make them probably uh a lot harder to come by because who's ordering 50 copies of power rangers books let's face it um but yeah you know and then there's also an foc reveal variant on this as well so i don't have an image for it because well you know or do i nope i don't sure don't uh from boom Dare We Dynamite? 
We got a little Army of Darkness, 1979. Number five. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven? Six? Five. Five covers and then a bunch of... Um, nope, I take that back. There's a fuck ton of covers, people. There's a TMNT homage variant on that as well. And then you got your Red Sonias and your Selenias and your Vampirella Draculas and... You know. You know. Um, Dynamite, am I right? Uh, IDW. From IDW, we have My Little Pony Generations, number four. Two covers on that one. We've got Sleeping Beauties, number nine. One, two covers there. Star Trek The Next Generation, best of Captain Picard. Uh, is it a one-shot? Oh, I would imagine it's a one-shot. It's a best of. Seven dollars. They better be real good best ofs. Just kidding, I'm not gonna fucking read it. I don't know shit about Star Trek. Um, Beast Wars. Number 12. Gotta love that. Two covers there from the Transformers. Mm -hmm. And then Usagi Ojimbo, Lone Goat and Kid. Is it supposed to be Lone Goat? Because that looks like cat. Like, but what, what, you know, I mean, whatever. Um, there you go. See, he looks old there. I don't know what the f I don't know shit about Usagi. Yojibo. Uh, Dark Horse. Wait, know what I meant to do. Dark Horse. We've got Black Hammer Reborn number eight. Oh, yeah. Finally landed on my pull list. Um, I've still got issues I need to track down, though, I think. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077, you have my word. Number three. I feel like this one took a long hiatus. Could just be me not paying attention, too, though. Who knows? Uh, Hellboy Silver Lantern Club, number four. Uh, he can do more than two issues. Uh, Joy Operations, number three. Now, I've heard great things about Joy Operations. I'm gonna, I, I have number two here. Um, I'm practically looking at it. Now, I just gotta read it. But, I've heard good things. Shout out to Nerds Forever on the recommendation there. But I heard it's fucked up. And that's what I want in my comics, man. Some f fucked upness. Uh, image. The last of the indies. Um, for, well, this segment at least. We've got crossover number 11. Couple covers there. Deadly class on its 50th issue. Congratulations. 50 issues. Okay. Uh, three covers though. That's all they're doing. There's more covers for Echo Lands. Wait, no. Maybe not. So we got two covers for Echo Lands number six, and then... Echo Lands number five, and it's raw, cutted. Yeah, raw cut edition. Oh, not cutted. <laughs> What's to say? You're, you spelled that wrong. Oh, I'm an idiot. I didn't understand that. What the fuck? <laughs> Did you guys catch that? My phone, my phone just started talking to me. Fucking creepy ass. Yeah. Um. <laughs> 
Frontiersman, number five. Already number five? Hmm. I feel like I'm way, way behind. Uh, Geiger, 80-page giant, on the FOCs again. Now with even more covers, it seems. All right. This one's been on the FOCs for, oh, probably six weeks now at least. Uh, Girl Scouts Stone Ghost. Number three? No, number three. Two covers there. Uh, Gunslinger Spawn. Number four. Oh, these are some cool-looking covers. What do I got on that A cover? Brett Booth. That's pretty rad. I like it. It's, I mean, it's kind of muddy, but obviously it was drawn on a larger scale. It's still cool. And then the B cover from Francesco Martina. Oh, my God. Yep. That's a winner. Holy shit, that is cool. That's my favorite Gunslinger Spawn cover. And probably... See, I like that he fucking signed this one. Um, hardly ever signs anything. Uh, no, this is probably one of my favorite Matina covers I've seen in a while. Like, the guy went from do no wrong to when you buy everything that somebody does, you start seeing a lot of repetition, so it kind of started getting... I mean, boring's definitely not the word, but I guess repetitive would be the right word. This is not repetitive. I've never... I haven't seen him do anything like this one. His spawn covers are always fucking badass. Uh, Hellcop, number four, and may I say that this B cover here is 100% going... I love that they're doing these classic magazine homages. You know, they're, they're Playboy and all of that. Well, this is a National Lampoon uh, homage, and uh, probably one of my favorite, I don't know, just covers of anything of all time. And now this getting the, uh... <laughs> if you don't buy a Hellcop, we'll kill this demon. You know, remember? Remember? <sighs> so fucking good. Uh, I love this cover. I love it so much. Uh, Ice Cream Man, 28. Ice Cream Man's back. And this cover is very unique. The Eptimologist. Nope, Etymologist. I don't know what that means. The term comic book isn't etymologically confusing one, as they, the comics, are most often not humorous. No, nor are they, in the traditional sense, books. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay, I see. I, all right, all right, all right. I gotcha. I dig it. Dig it. I see. I'm. I'm very curious. With this. this is a cool cover. I mean, it's not art at all on this cover. It's words, but so well done that it's art. It's amazing. But if you want art on your ice cream man, then you got to get this B cover, because that is fucking amazing. Oh shit! Alex Ekman Lawn does it again. That is great. And the. <laughs> The green eyes, man. I love it. Monstrous, number 36. Um, now, here's something interesting. The official image timeline from Jim Valentino. Uh, image comics celebrating 30 years, and they're going to go through and give you a, a chronology of the company. 
So there you go. That's, that's crazy. The, the single most comprehensive chronology of the company ever published, featuring rarely seen covers, photos, milestones, and behind-the-scenes events from the company's Marvel Us beginnings to the present. This is the chronicle all future histories will be judged against. I mean, I, I think it's a, a must-have, man. I mean, if you're a comic book enthusiast probably an important book you know uh stray dogs dog days number two mm-hmm. you got your horror homage what is that is that a uh hold on just mini series oh it was a micro series well there you go not much to this one the finale can you call the second issue a finale ever you know i don't know just seems like uh the other half but um, what, uh, has, <laughs> here nor there, uh, and I'm, uh, uh, fuck, what is that cover? I don't know why I have such a hard time pointing these out. Whatever it is, I'm sure somebody's gonna want to collect it. Uh, Two Moons, number nine. Uh-huh. Two covers on that one. Two covers on Two Moons. What is the B cover? It looks gnarly. Jesus Christ. I have no idea what's going on. There's like a like a rat wolf coming out of Oogie Boogie. I don't know. That's fucking weird. Um, <laughs> it's a crazy cover. Imaginations. So those are all your indie comics that you gotta have pre-ordered, people. You gotta. But let's get into Marvel now, huh? These are all your Marvel books, and due to the lack of Marvel in recent weeks. Buckle up, it's going to be a heavy FOC. Uh, we've got Alien, number 9. We've got a couple covers there. The B cover done by Raza. Love it. Um, Probably my speculative Marvel pick of the week. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 88. Uh, the first appearance and cover appearance of Queen Goblin. I don't know what that means. Uh, I mean, who? it's hard to say. Really hard to say, uh, but regardless, probably, I mean, I don't think it'd be a dumb pickup, you know, I really don't. Uh, now, as far as ordering heavy on, I mean, you might be waiting a minute to see some sort of profit, but, well, I don't know, I don't know, uh, I, I, I think it's going to be a popular book, though, I think stores that order this book are going to do well, you know. But as far as for the sake of speculation goes, it, it, it might be a minute. But it also might be a $10 book overnight, too. I don't know. But it's a Spider-Man book, so it's automatically going to have a high print run. Automatically. So know that. Um, especially now that Spider-Man's been good. Uh, what are we doing for covers here? Three covers, but it's the A cover that you're going to want. I don't have the... Uh, hold on, what's going on? X-Gwen cover. Well, no, that's might be. I mean, I don't, I don't have an image here, but what is X Gwen? That I'm curious. Hmm. I'll pick that one up blindly. Uh, Avengers Tech On number six. Why do I feel like I already have this cover? Hmm. Oh, maybe not. Uh, one, two covers there. Oh, Momoko. It's awful. Black Panther Legends, number three. We got a Bustos variant on that one. 
Daredevil, Huama, Without Fear, number two of a little three-part mini-series. Uh, two covers there, Bagley on the variant. Don't have an image, so... Hmm. Uh, Fantastic Four, Reckoning War Alpha. Now, this one... <coughs> excuse me. Could be something. Uh, there, there's first appearances in this, or cameo appearances. It's really um, uncertain. Uh, but, uh, I don't know, man. It, it really could be something. Or it could just be a total cash grab. Nothing that falls flat on its face, too. This is one of them coin toss speculations, if you ask me. We shall see. No, I mean, ask me what I'm going to do. You know, what what side of the coin I'm going to bet on. I, I mean, I'm going to pick up a few. You know, I'm not going to completely disregard it, but it's nothing that I'm going to go big on and get my hopes up on. That's for sure. But it'll I mean, I'll have a couple extra just in case. Um, one, two, three. Three covers, it looks like. Hellions number 18 getting a second printing. That's... Well, that's... Unusual. Kazar uh, Lord Savage. Lord of the Savage Land. Wrapping up with its fifth issue there. Look at you, Kazar. You did it. You made it five issues without getting cancelled. They definitely have some plans for old Kazar. On account of, I believe he's got the powers cosmic now. Mm-hmm. The Herald of Galactus. Kazar. Sabretooth, number one. What? Victor Laval and Leonard Kirk. Uh, all right. Down in the hole. No, is this a, a mini? Down in the hole. Is it, isn't that like a fucking Alice in Chains song? Sabretooth went into the pit, sentenced to an eternity of torment. Sure, that sounds like hell, but maybe that's where he feels most at home. What's he been doing down there? What secret deal has changed his fate forever? And what if he's not alone? Award-winning novelist Victor LaBelle teams up with amazing artist Leonard Kirk to bring us the story of what lies beneath Krakoa. See, now this is something that I've had a question about, honestly, since the dawn of X, if you will. Um, you know, Sabretooth was the first one sentenced uh, to be, you know, as, as a criminal in Krakoa. And I've always wondered, like, what the fuck is going on down there? Is he chained up or what? I think this is only the second time Sabretooth has had a series of his own, too. So, mm-hmm. I think this is going to be a really good miniseries that, for... I don't want to say for once, but for, you know, a, a change of the most recent times, a, a necessary one, you know, I, I, re I really do, it's, uh, yeah, um, a lot of stuff doesn't really feel like it needed to be done in the X-Universe, but this one, yeah, I, 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 I want to know, I want to know. There you go. Um, now, as far as covers goes, one, two, three, four covers. Is that Miko Suyon? Now, I don't have images for these, unfortunately, with the exception of the Ryan Brown variant, which probably gonna need that. I don't know. These artists they have tied into this. I'll say, pick me up. I don't know the knockhead shot variant. Probably pass on, but. Yeah, Miko Suyon. I want to see how Miko Suyon does Sabretooth. The A cover's badass. The B cover's way badass. 
There you go, people. Sabretooth might be a good pickup this week. I think it's going to be a good read at the very least. Uh, Savage Spider-Man, number one. Uh, it seems to be a five-parter here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven covers on this. Don't have images for these yet. There's a Scotty Young. There's a Rafa Sandoval, a Ron Lim. I do have an image for that. Uh, Lou Berra, Bagley, Perez. You got your A cover there, done by Nick Bradshaw. See, this fucking... That's a disturbing cover. I don't like it. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying I'm disturbed by it, and I don't want it anymore. I mean, he's that, that's, that's what Spider-Man probably looked like if anybody tried to draw Spider-Man today. Someone said, hey, I got an idea for a character. We'll call him Spider-Man. This is probably what he would look like. Um, and it's creepy. I don't like it. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, what's the book about? Joe Kelly and Gerardo Sandoval. Spider-Man like you've never seen him before. Well, I'd say. Peter Parker finds himself in the middle of the biggest, most wide-ranging adventure he's ever had. And out of the gate, turns him into a savage beast. Wow. Ever? Forget everything you know about Spider-Man. Everything? All rules and regulations are out the door, and Peter Parker may never be the same. Well, this can't be canon. Are we going to start doing this? Are we going to start doing Savage Wolverine and, I don't know, let me see, Savage Fantastic Four. Savage Rogue. Savage Iron Man. How many more characters can I name? I'll stop there. Savage Squirrel Girl. Uh, <laughs> Shang-Chi number eight. One, two covers on that one. I got no images. spider Homan number 19. Two covers there. I have no images. I have no images. Uh, when are we going to get a name for her cousin? When are we going to give her her code name, huh? Uh, Star Wars Crimson Rain number two. Now, there's said to be some sort of cameo in here. I mean, it's in Key Collector as the first team-up of Death Stick and Ochia Bastoon. I mean, if there was ever a great time to use the term minor key, then, uh, yeah, that would be it. But, um, I don't know, let me, I feel like there was a potential let's see let's see where are you at when is this the when does this come out the second the second oh it's being slow so slow yeah no there's there's nothing else beyond that that was it that was it um but yeah uh I'm sorry, I keep getting distracted. My wife, my future wife, got smartwatches. Um, and now here I am wearing a smartwatch for the first time ever. And it's telling me I'm being a lazy fuck and not walking because it's used to seeing like 67,000 steps out of me a day. So now my wrist keeps vibrating and I keep having this fear that I'm having a heart attack. So every time uh, I, I like pause for a second, and get tripped up, it's because I 
think I'm having a heart attack because of the technology on my wrist telling me if you quit move or if you keep moving, make sure you don't have a heart attack. You know, that's what's going on there. How about that crimson rain though? Huh? Uh, pfft. two covers, three covers, four covers, five covers, six covers. Good lord. Oh, I want to know what this Raza variant is though, because the last time I did a Raza variant, it was good. Palm Syndicate, Gian, Gian Dordo, and wait, Crane, Enemies, Dawn? Not Clayton Crane, what is it? It is Clayton Crane, well, shit, that's one that you're going to want. Well, I better start putting in my FOCs right now. Right now, so I don't forget, because I'll forget. I'll, I'll forget. Star Wars, Alakin Legacy, I think we've already talked about this one, but regardless, probably worth picking up. An extra copy or two of if you're a Star Wars speculator. Um, you know what? And on on the on that note, with the whole Star Wars speculating stuff, you know, I don't know if you've heard, but there's a new Star Wars thing out on the old D plus. Well, the 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 Boba Fett's, and I got a feeling that there's going to be a Death Stick or an Ochi of Bastoon. Ochi may pop up more in Obi-Wan now that I think about it. That would make probably a little more sense, but... I mean, fuck it, you, you never know. You know, one little mention is all it takes. And, bam! Books blow the shit up, so... I mean... Maybe Death Stick does team up with Ochi. In an upcoming series and blows this book up. I don't know. I mean, I, I can't see it ever hit, hitting triple digits. But... I mean, if you pre-order it, you can get it less than $4. So, you know, I could see it doing better than $4, potentially. potentially. Anyway, that's just me uh, me just giving my little, uh, my couple of pennies there. Star Wars High Republic number 14. We've got two covers there. Uh, the Marvels number 8. Oh, yeah, that's still going. Yeah. Uh, the Thing, number four. Great cover. What's the Kassara Stormbreaker? Once again, no image. What a fucking shame. Now, here's one. The, no, I don't know if this one's... I can't tell where the hype is coming from on this one, to be honest. I've never heard of Excellent. Oh, I, can't, I, can't, I take that back. I can't say I've never heard of Excellent. I've never heard of anybody excited about Excellent. Let's put it that way. Um... But apparently, according to Marvel, everybody's super excited that Excellent is getting their thing. Now, with that being said, uh, first solo series, I believe? I believe. Uh, that in itself. Yeah. Um, but uh, this book blowing up anytime soon, I'm not so sure about. You know, we've got a, a Scotty Young homage variant, which of course I don't have an image for. Um, and then we've got a, let's see, Manahenini, I think is how you say that. So, yeah, some variants on this one. The A cover is pretty, I don't know, it's classic looking. Very traditional. And then lastly, on the FOCs this week, we've got X-Men Legends number 11. Um, and there is a Lashley Classic homage variant on this. That I don't have an image for. Now, with that being said, the classic homage variants that have been kind of coming out lately have kind of been falling flat for me. For the most part. Not all of them. Some of them. 
Um, I, I don't know what to expect out of this one. So, there you go. So, these are all your FOC books, people. Everything from your Lunars and your DCs and your Scouts and whatnot. And then from Diamond, you got your Indies and your Marvels. So, pre-order your books. Don't miss out. You know, and if you do it right, for and if you pre-order your books and your shop doesn't give you a discount, I'm going to not even go out on a limb here. Um, I'm going to get right up in your face and say change shops. Change shops. If you're not given a discount for pre-ordering your books, you need to change what you're doing because the, you're, you're getting ripped off. You're getting totally ripped off. Uh, and it's, it's, yeah, I get it. Shops need to make money too. And it's a struggle. But if people are going to take the time to make sure that, you know, you are guaranteed a profit as a shop, then the least you could do is give them some sort of kickback. Even if it's just 10% um, off cover on your pre-orders, then make make sure you find a place to do that. And if you don't know a place, hit up Nerds Forever. Seriously. 307nerdsforever.com. Contact them. Hit up Tarl and say, dude, I have, I've been getting ripped off. Hook me up. And he offers an amazing discount. So... On pre-orders, so do that. And it, 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 pre-orders is good for everybody. It's good for publishers. It's good for creators. Um, it's good for shops. Pre-orders is great for shops. It's that's that's why if they don't give you a fucking discount for doing it, then shame on them. They're stingy assholes. You know, there I said it. Um, so there you go. I'm gonna take a quick break, and I will be right back to talk about the book slated to hit your slot next. Nuke. Comic book day! Hello, I'm Anthony. And I'm Dr. Issues. And we're hosts of Capes on the Couch, the podcast where comics get counseling. Superheroes don't always get to go home happy. That's where we come in. We offer psychiatric and mental health analysis of comic book characters. So check us out at capesonthecouch.live and across all social media platforms at Capes on the Couch. Alright, I'm back, and it's time to talk about the books coming out this next new comic book day. Um, what's the fourth, the fifth, it just kind of depends on the publisher, I guess. Uh, so let's let's talk about the DC books coming out on the fourth this next week. Now I'm going to fly through these unless there's something of uh, noteworthiness to, to mention. But um, yeah, uh, Arkham City, Order of the World, number four. I mean, it's just a great fucking book. You know, it's my pick for DC miniseries of the year, but no. Uh, that's, all, that's all I got there. Jen Bartell cardstock variant. Sweet. Uh, Batman number 119. Now, this one I'm, uh, I'm excited about because we're going to get more of the Abyss. And I'm just, I'm anxious to know, you know, well, what's this dude about? Uh, Crushing Lobo number eight wrapping up this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dark Knights of Steel, number three. Mm, probably don't need to hype that up any. That's that's about as, as badass as it gets. And how about that Joshua Middleton? Good lord. Uh, Soul Plumber, number four out this week. Two covers there, digging that. That is weird, man. I'm a little lost on it now. I, oh, I wouldn't say I'm lost. It's just, it's way weird now. Uh, Detective 1047. This is where the tower begins. Uh, two covers there. Uh, hyper thick. 
Mm-hmm. That one's out. Okay, so this is... I have a feeling this is going to be like a weekly thing. So that's out this week. Uh, Joker presents a puzzle box, number six, two covers there. Sorry, three, Peacemaker. Now, my ultimate giant no-brainer is probably going to be low print run pick of the week is going to be Justice League Incarnate number three. Now, there are multiple first appearances in here, appearances of essentially characters coming in from the Image universe in their own DC way. Uh, take that for what you will. Um, I'm I, the one in 25 on this is I, I just I have a feeling it's going to be really uh, really popular um, and it could be I think it's going to be an instant quick flip uh, deal and the actual uh, a cover themselves uh, I mean they I think they're going to be sought after I think people are going to open it up and be like oh shit and yeah. So, we shall see, but it is my pick of the week, for sure. Um, multiple covers to choose from on that, too. Uh, Justice League Infinity wrapping up this week. One Star Squadron, number two. That was a fun read. Mark Russell just killing it. Uh, Suicide Squad, number 11. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see here. Yeah, two covers there. Sorry, I had to scroll. Uh, Superman, Son of Cal-El, number six. Fun series. Uh, West. This is from Scout Comics. This is number one. Um, yeah. There you go. I don't. There's a lot going on in that description there. I wasn't going to attempt that. And then we've got World of Krypton, number two. And uh, two covers on that one. So... Just a, a whole bunch of DC books coming out this week, but that Justice League Incarnate, I'm telling you, don't, if you slept on it, get it now. Take take my warning. I, I, I really feel like it's going to do big things to line many pockets. Um, now let's uh, back on out of this and see what's coming out through Diamond next week. Starting with some indies, as we tend to do around here. Ooh, not a lot it seems. Oh man, good lord. Uh oh, not a lot indeed. But see, the indies haven't slowed down during the holidays. I'm not seeing shit right now though. Um, did I miscalculate this? Let's uh, it's none of the major publishers. That what about Fantagraphics? Nope, nope, nope. You're there, but you're not. AWA. Yeah, a little AWA. We've got Fourth Man. There we go. Oh, this is one that... Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, uh, it's the, the 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 car dealerships and whatnot. I'm, I'm <laughs> anxious to see what this one's all about. Uh, Marjorie Finnegan, Temporal Criminal, number eight. And then I believe this is the final issue of my indie series of the year pick, Not All Robots. Mm -hmm. I believe this is the final issue. We'll see. Uh, with, but if not, whatever. Better for me. Still, it's it's fucking amazing series. If you're not reading Not All Robots, you're truly missing out on the uh, what, what comics can really, really be outside of spandex. From Aftershock, we've got Bylines and Blood, number one. From Van Jensen and Erica Schultz. There you go. Uh, 
alright, the future. Enough said, look at all those masks. I'm not talking about superhero masks, I'm talking about like the the medical ones. Alright, we've got Boom. From Boom this week we've got Basilisk number six. Buckhead number two. I haven't got a ring around number one yet. Uh Buffy the Vampire Slayer number third three, couple covers there. And we got our Magic the Gathering number ten. So a little bit of boom this week. Uh, looks like we got a whole lot of dynamite. So I'm looking for... Nope, it's not this week. I was hoping to see Hell Sonya out this week. It's not this week. Evil Ernie, though. Oh, yeah, that Evil Ernie. Amigos, <laughs> what was it? Sweetum? Sweetum? Whatever, it's the, uh, the Nirvana homage cover. It's fucking rad. From IDW, we've got Star Trek Mirror War. And up! Optimus Prime, best of. Mm-hmm. So just a couple of IDW books. Light week this week, people. Well, that's good, though, considering how heavy it's going to be otherwise. Uh, Dark Horse, nothing. No Dark Horse this week. How about Image? Image, we got a thing called Truth, number three. Frontiersman, number four. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, this one, like I said, that first issue was... But then that second issue was like... ah. See what you're doing there? Haven't got to read, got around to reading the third one yet, but I just, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Girl Scouts number two out this week. Hellcop number three. Hellcop is still good. The first issue wasn't just a flash in the pan. Uh, the second issue was good too. And the same with these uh, homage variants. These magazines it was fucking. Whoa, is it Amy Winehouse? Tw 20 questions with Amy Winehouse. Wow. They went there. Huh. <laughs> this is racism. Are cherubs as bad as we think? <laughs> I fucking love this. I love it so much. Awesome covers all around on Hellcop. This is everything about the series is good. Magic Order number two out this week? No, I'm sorry. Magic Order 2, number three. Well, that's confusing. A uh, few covers there. Monkey Meat. Now, this one, like I said, it's either going to be a smash hit or just, like I said, fall on its face. We'll see. Uh, Nita Hall's Nightmare Blog, number three. A couple covers there to choose from. We've got the Noctera Special. Oh, yeah, the Blacktop Bill Origin, baby. I'm excited about this one. I guess it is a big week for Image. Uh, Ordinary Gods, number six out this week. Spawn, number 300 and a quarter. 325, good lord. Uh, two covers, once again. The Bjorn Barons cover, absolutely fantastic. Got a whole Mortal Kombat finish him vibe going on. Whoa, fucking sweet. Uh, two Moons, number eight. And then lastly, from the Indies out next week on the 5th of January, The Walking Dead Deluxe, number 30. And there you go. Now let's see what Marvel's going to grace us with. How about a little Amazing Spider-Man, number 84? And the villain, once again, I have no image for <laughs> Marvel covers that are supposed to be out in a few days. How fucking crazy is that? That's insane. 
but yeah, okay, so we got Black Widow number 13 out this week. Uh, Captain Marvel 35. I have a feeling this one gonna be uh, gonna be a good one. Uh, I do. I, I think it's gonna culminate into some pretty awesome stuff. Uh, Captain America Iron Man number two. There's a Devil's Reign villains variant on that one. I didn't see that coming. Did I get that one? I hope I got that one. Well, I don't have an image here, and that worries me. I might not have ordered it. I don't know. Anything I saw villain variant tried to get, but uh, I didn't see it coming on a little miniseries. Ugh. And it's a miniseries. It turns out I didn't friggin' order either, which is weird. But whatever. Uh, lots of covers on this Captain Marvel. Darkhold Omega, number one, out this week. A few covers there. Electra. Black, white, and blood. Number one of a little four-parter. They're doing it with her, too. And then Inferno. Number four. Wrapping up the Hickman X saga, if you will. Sad, sad days. We'll see. I bet it's a great, great read, though. I bet it's, like, read of the year material. We'll find out. Lots of covers on it. We're doing good on that one. And next up, we got Shang-Chi, number seven. We got a few covers there. Uh, Dr. Afra number 17. Uh, cool red cover. Like, that might be a, might be one to hold on to. Just for the sake of the, all that redness, you know? They don't hold up well, so. Store it in a dark place. A few covers there to choose from, though. Uh, the Marvel's number 7. Mm-hmm. Oh, Thor number 20. Does he kill a guy in this one? I heard he kills a guy in this one. Like a like an important guy. Or girl. I don't know. An important character. Uh, there's a couple covers there. I got a Devil's Reign variant. Once again, I don't have an image for. But I ordered all of the Devil's Reign variants blindly. So, yeah. Uh, Warhammer 40k Sisters Battle out this week. Uh, Wastelanders Doom out this week. Oh, I'm excited. And then lastly, we've got X-Men number Six. Was there something to this one? Let me just quintuple check, because I got a bad memory. Ah, it's the first appearance, first cameo appearance of the God of Hammers. That's what's going on in this one. Oh, oh there you go. Um, as far as X Men, yeah, no, nothing in this one. I see nothing. Oh wait, there's more. No, I. Oh, yep, there it is. I knew there was something. Captain Krakoa. Right there. See, this is what happens when you're a couple issues behind on shit. You can't just, like, know. You have to rely on other people's information. So, yeah, no, this X-Men number six is probably going to be something pretty good. So, make sure that you picked that up. So, there you go, people. Pull us priorities in the books. We did it. A whole year. A whole goddamn year again of just, uh, you know, doing stuff and stuff. Lost my train of thought there. Uh, <laughs> but no, I wish you the absolute best and safest holiday. Uh, we're gonna kick the uh, kick the balls in, or a vagine, depending on what type of uh, genital abuse you're into. Uh, metaphorically speaking, of course, when it comes to relating to New Year's. So, uh, yeah, no, I really do wish you the safest New Year. Um, big things coming, man. Big things coming 2022. I could smell it. I could feel it. And I know it. 
because I have it planned. Um, remember to check out shopcheerstocomics.com. It's, yeah, it's just another place to get books, people. Just another place to get books. But the thing is, is it's not just any other place to get books. I always, always try to make sure I am the most competitive priced out there um i i i do my best i do my best so uh, check it out and then if you want to save even more money use code podcast at checkout save an additional 10 percent already extremely competitively priced books and i do my damnedest to get that up uh, a website updated with new inventory as often as i possibly can so check back at the very least weekly and uh get you some of that and there's also i host uh, live sales as well so if you want to tune in on new comic book day wednesdays at 6 p.m mountain time you can catch me selling you new comic books sorry my programming was starting to, uh <laughs> lose it there uh but yeah no it's just Check out the live sales on YouTube and on Facebook, so make sure you like the Facebook, the Cheers to Comic Facebook page, not just any Facebook page, not the Facebook Facebook page, uh, the Cheers to Comics Facebook page. And, um, yeah, stay in tune on that, and make sure you like the uh, the YouTube channel as well, because it's all done through StreamYard broadcasting through multiple places. So, there you have it alright people I'll talk to you the next time there's things about comics to talk about in the meantime I command that you stay safe and read responsibly cheers fuckers Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. I'm John Chang. This is Drew Zuck. This is Mark Russell. Hi, uh, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. Podcast recommendations, you ask? Brian Wayne here, co-curator of The Apocalypse, And I know that sounds gnarly. That's because it is gnarly, man. The Apocalypse. What is The Apocalypse? The Apocalypse is a culmination of the gnarliest podcast, independent podcast, the internet has to offer. So instead of trying to go to Twitter the next time you uh, need a new podcast to listen to and try to get Twitter famous, podcast recommendations, please. Just think The Apocalypse, man. And it's ironic because The Apocalypse is only the beginning. It's only the beginning. Just go to podchaser.com. It's it's in the top list. The top list in the whole world. So whether you're looking for true crime, sports, uh, role-playing, uh, I don't know, anything, anything. Think of a podcast. It's on the apocalypse. It's like the apocalypse with a D. Hmm. And do not forget to follow the Apocalypse on Twitter as well. Once again, that is the Apocalypse. If you're looking for a podcast recommendation, the Apocalypse is sure to have something for you.